So as as uh, we get started, uh, why don't you go ahead and turn to Jeremiah 31. Um, it's a new year, uh, obviously. I think it's, what, the 4th? January 4th. Um, and a lot of times at the beginning of the year, people like to make resolutions, New Year's resolutions. Um, so um, you didn't, I, I didn't really have to because I figured the root word of resolution was resolve. But just in case you were wondering, I looked it up. It's on the internet. If you think I'm wrong, take it up with the internet. Um, <laughs> but maybe you're not the type of person to make a uh, New Year's resolution. I'm really not because I don't work out. I don't like diets. Uh, I mean, I do need to get better about getting angry when someone cuts me off in traffic. So maybe that would be a good one. But uh, but I don't make them. But, um, but a lot of people do. Um, they, we like to make New Year's resolutions, and then, of course, by the time we get to week two, um, what happens? It's gone. <laughs> we no longer have a resolution. We've completely forgotten about it. We uh, replaced the kale for the donuts on a Sunday morning, um, and we have completely forgotten that we weren't supposed to have caffeine, and we're yelling at people in traffic all over again. So, um, but, uh, praise God that in Isaiah 55, nine through nine, it says that God's thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are his ways higher than our ways and our, and his thoughts higher than our thoughts. Because God doesn't have earthly, fleshly resolutions within his heart. In fact, God has the unfailing resolve to finish the work that he started in each of us that are in the fold of Christ. And that is so encouraging to me. And and we'll go to Jeremiah. Um, We see this in Jeremiah 31, 31, uh, chapter 31, verse 31 through 34. And if you're not there, I'll give you a minute to to turn there and get your place. Um, Behold, the days are coming, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt. My covenant, which they broke. Though I was a husband to them, says the Lord, but this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. I'm going to stop there, and let's just praise God for just a second. He says, I will be their God, and they shall be my people. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me. For the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember no more. And this scripture is the promise of the new covenant that we get to live in. It's a new way of life. It's the new creation that we have in Christ Jesus. It's a brand new year. 
And that's why we're talking about resolutions. Because God promised us a new year. And because of the great resolve of our Christ Jesus, we get to live in that promise of the new covenant. And we can see that resolve in Mark 14. I'm trying not to be long, so I'm rushing through a little bit. So bear with me. But we can see this in Mark 14, starting in verse 32. Um, It's talking about Jesus and the disciples. It says they went to a place called Gethsemane. I've been practicing that word all week. I don't know if I nailed it or not. And Jesus said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. Um, He took Peter, James, and John along with him, and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. He said, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch. Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, the hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. Yet not what I will, but what you will. And with this same resolve, Jesus took on the cross And he brought the new covenant to us, the church. Jesus brought in this new year with his great resolution. Yet not what I will, but what you will. And it is through this great resolution that we should also live and desperately cling to. God, let my will die and have your will in me. It seems like such a simple resolve. But according to Jesus, in Matthew 25, many will not walk in it. Um, He spoke in a parable in Matthew 25. He's talking about the the ten virgins. And he says, uh, Then the kingdom of heaven will be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five of them were foolish. And those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, a cry was heard, behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, give us some of your oil for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to the buy, while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. And then afterwards, the virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Um, Church, our lamps have to be filled with the oil of obedience that can only be filled by the Holy Spirit. We cannot 
fall asleep with our lamps empty. We've been prophesied to over and over again in this church that the Lord is coming soon. Not only have we been prophesied to, our pastors have taught it so well how quickly he's going to be here. Pastor Lee says it all the time. It's a two-minute warning. It's a 30-second warning. It's like the half-second warning at this point, I guess. He's coming. And if all of the teachings and the prophecies and all of that never happened, Scripture says it. I come quickly. I come as a thief in the night. He's coming quickly. And we have to be ready. We have to be ready. We cannot be focused on anything else but the Father's will. We have to have that same resolve that Jesus had where he said, not my will, but your will be done. We have to put away the schemes and the ideas that grow our own homesteads, our own empires, our own things that are just going to fall to dust whenever he comes back. They're going to be burnt up. We have to put those things away. Stop. We have to stop building these things up in our own hearts that mean nothing to the kingdom of God. We have to put away the disunity of the things that are in the body. We as a church accuse one another of things that causes so much disunity in the body and we don't even realize it. We may not say it to one another. We may say it in our own hearts and grumble and say, well, that person doesn't want to talk to me. I'm the last. Nobody wants to talk to me. I don't get invited to this. I don't get invited to that. I don't, I don't get to be involved with this or be involved with... We have to put those things away because that has to die in us. And what must come in the place of that is, God, I need you. I need your will to be done in my life. Put away my selfish ambitions. Put away the things that I've been chasing after. But God, have your way. Have your way. God, have your way in our hearts above anything and everything else. And we can do this. I know it's a hard thing, it seems like, or it seems like I'm kind of yelling at you. I'm really not. But I say this because we can walk in the grace of God in this new covenant that he brought to us. It's a great new year that we can walk in love and grace with one another. Because that's what it says. They will know you by what? Exactly. So we have to love each other. That's the will of the Father. That we love one another, that we walk in unity, that we walk in the grace and the power of the Holy Spirit. And if we don't know how to do that, then we need to ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, fill me. Fill me with your grace. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your will. Fill me, God. And I'm coming to a close, so uh, that's really all I've got. But God, I just pray that you would do that in our hearts. God, I pray that you would help us chase after your will. 
church, let's put this, this resolve and practice in our hearts. And chase after the will of God. Lord, help us. We can only do it by your grace. We can only do it by your spirit, God. Lord, I put away the selfish things that I went through last year. The selfish things that would cause me to have more fame. The selfish things that would cause me to to be elevated or have this amount of land or have this type of business or have this type of thing. And my kids would be in this sport or that sport. Lord, if that's not what you want for my life, take it from me. Let it die. But let the power of your Holy Spirit teach me what should grow in its place. And the only thing that should be in its place is you. Church, let's make this resolve tonight. We can come back into the altars. The truth is, the only way we can we can seek after the will of God is through the Holy Spirit. And we have to seek Him diligently. We have to seek Him every day. And when we seek Him, it's not, God, what is the big dream that you want to do in me? Although that's great. But God, what do you want to do right now? What do you want to do in my heart? What are the things that you want to take from me that have been burdening me and keeping me from you? What are the things that have been keeping me from your will, God? What are the things that keep me from your love and your mercy and your grace, Jesus? Is there anything in me that is keeping me from being unified in the body? And God, whatever it is, take it out of me. And let me be filled with your grace. Let me be filled with your spirit. Let me be filled with your love, God. God, we worship you tonight. We thank you for this word, Lord. This small devotion that you put on our hearts, Lord Jesus. And I pray that you would do it in us. I pray that it wouldn't strike our hearts so hard that we wouldn't be able to get up and stand in your grace. But that we would stand in it and say, this is my joy. That I get to stand in the grace of the new life, the new year of God. And say, this is my promise. Satan, you can't take away my promise because God promised it to me. Church, as we worship tonight, let's resolve this in our hearts to say, God, whatever your will is, have it in me. And then let's just begin to worship the Lord tonight together. Let's love each other, pray for one another. There are many needs in the church, there's many hurting people in the church. Pray for each other. Love you, God.